This is 5-Minute Friday, Manage Cognitive Load in Data Science. Welcome back to the Super Data Science Podcast, everybody. Super excited to have you back here on board. Today, we've got an exciting topic. We're talking about cognitive load. Now, you may have heard about cognitive load and that it's bad for your audience. And specifically, we're talking about here, once you have insights, once you've done all the analytics, once you've done the modeling, you've got the insights, and now you want to present them to your audience. How do you structure your presentation? So that's what today's about. So uh, you may have heard that cognitive load is bad and that we want to make sure that our presentations are structured in a way that we minimize cognitive load. Now, that's true, but only partially. I was doing some research for the course that I'm recording right now, which is the Tableau Certified Professional course, the most advanced certification on Tableau. And a part of it is all about visualization best practices, because in order to be an effective uh, communicator in data science, it's not just enough to build great uh, visuals and get insights. It's also important to know how to communicate them. So I was doing research, and in the section where we talk about short-term memory, one of the topics, or one of the most important topics, is cognitive load. So it turns out that there are actually three types of cognitive load. There's intrinsic cognitive load, extraneous cognitive load, and germane cognitive load. And today I wanted to share some of the insights I found over the past few days about cognitive load because I think it's very important. Whether or not you're doing Tableau, whether or not you... Uh, which, whichever tool you're using, however you're presenting your insights, very important for data scientists to present, and thereby it's important to understand how our audience processes what we show them. So with that, here we go. First of all, let's define cognitive load. Cognitive load is the amount of short-term memory resources that are required to process a certain task. So we're specifically talking about short-term memory here, how uh, once the attention is in our audience's mind, once they we've grabbed, or once information's in their mind, once we grab their attention, they've um, taken the information in. Now, what happens in short-term memory? Well, now let's look at the three types of cognitive load. The first one is intrinsic cognitive load. This cognitive load is associated with the complexity of the topic. For instance, if you compare teaching somebody how to add two plus two together versus teaching somebody a differential equation. There's absolutely no doubt that these two topics have vastly differing complexities and it's going to require much more cognitive load to understand how to do a differential equation. And it actually used to be thought in the field of cognitive psychology that this intrinsic cognitive load is actually immutable. But the reality is that while we cannot change the complexity of a topic, we can actually break a topic into parts and then explain those parts separately and then put it all together later on. And that will help break down that cognitive load into um, steps. And that's what we can also do in uh, data science when we have insights and it's a complex series of insights or it's a complex phenomenon that we're describing um, or it just requires a lot of moving parts to be put together in our audience's mind, rather than putting it all into one chart or one dashboard, we can use something that's called a story. We can, uh, in Tableau, actually have a whole feature called uh, create a story or storyline. But even if you're not using Tableau, you could do this in PowerPoint, basically break down your insights into a story where you give your audience uh, everything step by step, and then you put it all together at the end. That way, you're not 
bombarding their uh, bombarding them with this intrinsic cognitive load all in one go. So it's important technique to break your insights into a story. Um, the second type of cognitive load is the extraneous cognitive load. And extraneous cognitive load is all the irrelevant stuff. It's basically how we structure our visualizations, how we present the data. Um, so here's a, a great example. Um, for instance, let's say you want to explain to somebody what a square is. You could go about telling them of all the lines and the corners in a square and spend, you know, like maybe five minutes explaining verbally what a square is. Or you could just grow up to a whiteboard and draw a square and it will take you one second to explain what a square is. Here, the medium or the, the medium of the explanation plays a big role. And that is up to the person explaining to select the medium. So are other things. Even if you're staying in one medium, which is in the case of data science, most likely visual presentations, if in this medium you have lots of choices, you can use a bar chart, you can use a map, you can use a scatter plot, you can put two scatter plots together, you can put 15 maps on one, on one visualization, or you can put one map and add a filter so people can click through uh, different options of the same map and adjust it, give them some control over it. So there's lots of ways you can actually control these visualizations that you're creating, and the goal should be to minimize this extraneous cognitive load. Basically, cognitive load that not necessarily has to be there given that you find a much better way or just a better, simpler way to convey the same information. So there's lots of ways of conveying the same information. Some will have high extraneous cognitive load. Some will have low extraneous cognitive load. Um, and the best way, we and we want to find the low cognitive load um, approaches. And finally, there's the germane cognitive load. This cognitive load is actually the, the good type of cognitive load, something that not many people talk about. Everybody thinks cognitive load is bad. Actually, there's this good cognitive load, germane cognitive load, and uh, it is all about the organization of information by integrating and connecting it with existing knowledge. This is effectively how our audience takes what we're presenting to them and turns that into long-term memory. So this is basically where our audience takes what we're presenting to them and either turns it to long-term memory, understands what to do with it, takes business decisions, and so on. So effectively, we want our audience to maximize this germane cognitive load wherever possible. And in order to do that, on the one hand, we have to minimize the other types of cognitive load because there's a limited capacity for cognitive load and if it's going to be used up for intrinsic or extraneous cognitive load not much is going to be left for germane cognitive load so we want to minimize intrinsic extraneous to leave room for germane cognitive load and at the same time we also want to help with this germane cognitive load help guide our users and help them retain this information um, for instance an example of how you could help with that is by uh, using mnemonics to help people memorize things um, for instance, you could also, uh, repetition is another good example of that. If you help people practice certain information, they'll retain it better, they'll understand it better, understand what to do with it better. So there's quite a few techniques there, but the point is that germane cognitive load is actually good and we want people to be using that type of cognitive load. So there we go, that's cognitive load in a nutshell, something to keep in mind when you're doing or creating your visualizations, running your presentations to your audience, 
always think about intrinsic cognitive load and how you can space it out through storytelling. Think about extraneous cognitive load. Are you actually presenting in the best possible way using the best possible medium and the best possible charts and graphs and so on? That's the creative part of data science about the, the art of presenting insights. That's where what we want to do, minimize extraneous cognitive load and germane cognitive load. That's the one where our audience understands those insights, memorizes them, and decides what to do with them in a business sense or whatever other applied sense. So we want to promote that, that type of cognitive load. And what we can do here is things like mnemonics, uh, repetition, practice, and so on. There we go. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I look forward to seeing you back here next time. Until then, happy analyzing. Bye.